Okay. <laughs> you gotta talk into the mic, Hendrix. Welcome to a new episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. Jamie is five wines in. <laughs> I am. Well, just no. Well, she was doing a wine tasting at dinner today. Yeah, so it wasn't really... I didn't drink five glasses of wine, you lush. You had pairings of wine. <laughs> uh, no, we're at Costa de Este. For our seven-year anniversary. We decided to take a little getaway, which was a very much needed getaway. You know, when you're home and you have kids, it's one thing to try to plan a day or try to plan like a date night. But you know, when your house gets just like stuffy, where you just need to get away from your house or get out of the house. like I wouldn't say our house is stuffy. Doug. No, I mean like for romance and for like just We have a crib. Time. We have a crib in our bedroom. Which doesn't even get used at No, night. because our son sleeps in bed with us, yes. basically, which I do not recommend to anybody, for the record. <laughs> but I am thoroughly enjoying snuggling with him in our last moments of nursing because, you know, yeah. he's getting older. and It's coming up on one year. Yes. Uh, don't remind me. It's so sad. <laughs> we have also, I have nothing planned for him for his one year birthday. Well, it's not like anybody would come. Yeah, I know. But like for Henley, we had a huge party for her first birthday. Even her second birthday. Poor Hendrix isn't even going to have like anything like for her third birthday, she had a huge, <laughs> huge yeah. party. And then Hendrix literally has no one coming. And Second child syndrome, I guess. No. no. It's, it's just we're down in Florida. It's tough. We'll have a Zoom party and that's it. That's all we can do. I'm going to blame it on COVID. Yeah. That's all. The vid. <laughs> Speaking of that, I'm like looking for a way to get our vaccinations. Like I want to get the shot. Yeah. Are we on a waiting list? We are on a waiting list. I signed up for both you and me, but I've heard that maybe I can just even like look for a local pharmacy. And yeah, I'm so happy that this vaccine is spreading. And a lot of people that I know have gotten it. But enough about that, though. We have a very, very exciting episode, one which I was not a part of this technically. This episode, it's bonkers. Like, okay, someone who I'm friends with from 90 Day Fiance had this reading from a psych and... A psych or a psychic? Why do you keep saying psych? I guess I... Yeah. I guess like, I am a little tipsy. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that this friend I have from 90 Day Fiance, she had a psychic reading and it came true. Like, the psychic knew that she was having a boy and that she was pregnant and like when she was going to get pregnant. And I don't really necessarily believe in that kind of stuff, but I'm slowly starting to dabble in believing it because for so many different reasons. Can you dabble in believing? That's what I'm doing. All right. So I guess so. <laughs> well, it's a very captivating interview. And captivating. I, I no want to start off by saying that I am very much skeptical of these types of things. And when I heard that this was happening and just because our life is so public, it would be very, very easy for someone to look up everything about us. Yeah. Oh, but I made sure she had no idea who I was. I had our assistant Zoe reach out to her first from her private email to make sure that she knew nothing. She didn't even know my name, like not even my first name. She just knew that I was on the East Coast for like when we set up <laughs> the time for the call. And I think that was pretty much it. Like she, yeah. she, she knew that we were on reality TV and that was about it. So, you know, the first person who shows up, spoiler alert, and of course we're going to share the interview with you later, but the first person who shows up is my dad. And that's shocking to me because yeah. there's so many things that she says in this interview that are truly shocking. But the fact that like my dad shows up first I can't yeah. wait to like re-listen to this actually. But first, yeah. let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, actually first, let's talk about something else that's amazing. And it is the five-star reviews that we've gotten. And we love to read one each week. And this week comes from A. Tringale, who writes, Just what I needed. My best friend recommended your podcast while I was in the roller coaster ride of what is trying to conceive. Every month that my husband and I found out we were unsuccessful was heart-wrenching. You gave me hope and made me feel less alone. My husband and I finally conceived after 10 months of trying, and now we have a healthy and happy five-month-old baby boy. Aww. I was pregnant around the same time as you, Jamie, and being pregnant with my first baby during a pandemic was tough. But once again, you both helped me through. 
I now listen to you both while driving with my happy baby boy in the back. I feel so blessed and I'm so thankful I had you guys when I needed someone to feel less alone. I appreciate the raw emotions and real truths of life. Keep up the great work. Always your friend, Arlia. Arlia. I'm so happy that you have your rainbow baby. Yay. That's amazing. That makes me so happy. And honestly, that's Congrats. exactly what Hot Marriage Cool Parents is all about. And by the way, for those of you diehard listeners, first of all, we absolutely love you and adore you. But we're thinking of changing our name to match our family YouTube name, which is Hanging with the Hainers. So we have a YouTube channel called Hanging with the Hainers, which we're going to become more active on. And we also have a kid's channel that Doug is really spearheading, and it's called Hanging with the Hainer kids because so I'm a big kid so cute but anyway yeah. so curious about your feedback on that but now let's get to the married at first sight yes. recap before we bring on Trish for the interview because oh my gosh guys like oh my, I can't wait for you to hear this <laughs> my mouth is still on the floor like I cannot pick my job because like literally everything it's just wild yeah but, well normally we get to these married at first sight recaps with my parents but my mom is at home watching our kids. Yeah, they're at our stuffy house that yes. Doug likes to say. And it's <laughs> stuffy. Uh, and it's 11-11 at night and we're not going to call her because the kids are sleeping, hopefully. Yeah, and we're just going to record this ourselves. So wait, right. wait, Doug, I want to talk about Virginia and Eric first because Virginia meets with Pastor Cal and she discusses like why she's so scared of having kids. And honestly, I feel like that was such a vulnerable moment and just so authentic and raw. And it kind of makes sense in the fact that, you know, so essentially she's says that she's a child of divorce and she's really worried that she wouldn't be a good mom because she maybe didn't have like the best role models or the best, I guess, yeah. like upbringing. Which is valid. Yeah, that's so valid. Except from I totally agree with Pastor Cal when he says that her concerns are obviously understandable, but the fact that she's even worried about being a good mom means that she'll probably be a good mom. Yeah. And honestly... I think anyone that isn't a product of divorce has also <laughs> wondered if they would be a good parent. And we're concerned about that. But I also like the fact that she is kind of opening up because Eric seems to be wide open. Eric seems to have great communication. Virginia's open. But Virginia, to me, seems like she, everything, she just laughs a lot. And I don't know, anybody that I see that kind of goes out and drinks a lot, I just always feels has some sort of sadness to them. Yeah, but I mean, okay, wait a second. I got to unpack this because... I hate how everyone picks on Virginia for drinking all the time. I get it. She drinks a lot. You know, she's younger than Eric. That doesn't make her like unready for love or... That's not what I said. No, I'm saying, I guess oh. now I've gone to like what people say on yeah. Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And like people are so hard on the women, it seems like, well, especially I, the season. I think that whenever you find someone that either drinks a lot or you know, likes to go out, it, it's also considered somewhat immature. Like they're not mature enough to be married, which is not the case. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. You know, it, which is not the case. I, I think it's just maybe more irresponsible. But I think they are a perfect complement to each other. And I think that once Eric finally got down to her being vulnerable and finally got into some of her anxieties, I think he became more open. And I think it was a turning point for them. I think they connected more that episode than any other episode. And, you know, even when Eric assures her that, you know, her parenting fears and everything, she's not going to be alone. And something that was... He says that, but then the minute she does something he doesn't like, he gives her an ultimatum and tells her that he's about to leave. So that's, Yeah, that's the thing I don't agree with at all. I hate when people give ultimatums. Okay, we'll just leave. Okay, we'll just leave. Like everything. Honestly, I would be like, okay, see ya. No <laughs> offense though. Like yeah. I feel like Eric is a good dude and he means well, but like he can't compare her to his past relationship or his past mm -hmm. marriage in any way, shape or form. I feel like that is going to, like if there's going to be a demise to Eric and Virginia, that would be the demise to Eric and Virginia. Yeah. And I think that moving on to Ryan and Clara, I think that relationship is starting to head south. Yeah. I think that she is hitting a boiling point. And unless there's a lot happening behind closed doors and away from the camera, I just don't understand the lack of intimacy and then her saying that she's a very giving person and she's been doing everything but, which also just means that she's been giving him pleasure and he's not been reciprocating whatsoever. Which honestly, I'm like, girl, stop. Because it's not fair. Like you deserve more than that. And 
honestly, not to mention like if you keep giving, then he's just going to keep taking and you're going to continue feeling, you know, like left out and unloved. And so when you stop, you'll find out what his true colors are, you know? I don't know if he's going to do this whole lack of intimacy thing and... I get it, you know, religion, whatever, but you're married. You know, like if you're saving yourself for married, you're married. Yeah, I know your mom thinks you that know, he's like, a virgin. Yeah, but-, my, but I just think that if he doesn't give back, then she should stop giving and I see think, where it goes. Yeah, I a thousand percent agree, like wholeheartedly. Because that'll either open him up or have him go. So if you don't start giving back to me, Doug, I'm about to... I'm always giving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are yeah. you? I don't know if you ever offer it. I actually don't. No. <laughs> Let's just talk about our own marriage instead of others. Mm-hmm. I never offer it. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I'm gonna, not my I'm thing. I'm going to stop giving then. But I'm not going to. You don't give either. <laughs> you don't let me. Yeah, because it's TMI. But like, honestly, that was where I was like kind of um, traumatized as a child, just with molestation and whatnot. And it's not pleasurable for me per se. Maybe he had some sort of trauma like that, you Could know? Be. I mean, that's just like really far out there, yeah, but that's a stretch. I mean, that's for me though. So maybe it is for him as well. How, Could who, be. who's to say, but it's true. Like I know some women love giving, you know, oral and whatnot, but like for me, it just brings back really bad memories. And so it's not my thing. Mm. I'm sorry. I know some men love it. I know you would love it. I try to like do it yeah. sometimes. You're good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on. So <laughs> Paige and Chris. Yeah. I think the best thing that came out of the episode was Dr. Pepper acknowledging that no matter what they say, no matter what questions are asked, what answers are given, nothing is going to take away from his narcissism. And the fact that no answers are going to solve or rehabilitate the relationship and it's just best to move on. And any advice that they can give him, he's not going to be able to comprehend because of his narcissism. I just can't with the fact that he literally said verbatim that everything is great about Paige, but her face. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things that Chris has said that you're like, you're left banging your head. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he thought it was okay to invite her to go get a car, not just a car, a Benz for his baby's mama. And then like take her to get fried chicken. But then have her not go. And Pastor Cal asks him, you know, what did you hope to get out of that? Like, do you think you should apologize for that? Or, you know, like she was obviously upset from that. How would you feel? He's like, well, that's on her. I invited her to go and she didn't want to go. That's on her. I just can't. Like what? With this clown. What? You know, and honestly, like, I just, I don't even have words. Cause it's like, first of all, how did he slide through? You know, Mm. like how is he like considered? He's a talker. Yeah. Like for all the people that say that Virginia isn't marriage material, it's like, wait a minute, there's a whole different person who's not marriage material on this show and it's not Virginia. Yeah. But but anyway. Anyways, yes. Brianna and Vince are- They're fine. They are so sweet. Yeah. If if all they can disagree on is sleep schedules and things like that, then- Budgeting. And they're fine. Yeah. That's like normal things for the most part. Every single relationship. Like no one's going to have a perfect relationship. And honestly, the fact that they're arguing, I think the fact that anyone argues, like quite honestly, I really think that Virginia and Eric have a great communication pattern. Sure. They like argue a lot and sure they disagree a lot. And I, but that's because they open up and they talk a lot. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, so either like their issue is definitely not communication. Their issue is going to be either not being able to see eye to eye on certain topics. Like she's kind of scared about kids and he's obviously adamant about having them. Uh, I've always said it, even going through married at first sight, it's, better to have arguments and disagreements and any sort of little fights while on the show. Yeah, for sure. Like you got to show all your colors while you're filming in the process. And while you have the experts with you. Yeah. Well, the expert, I mean, you could always get help afterwards and let's be honest, they do pay for therapy as well for like an outside person, which is something I really needed. But the thing of the matter is, is that you got to like really be yourself on camera if you really want to be with your partner, because if you change the minute the cameras go away, then your partner, whoever you're married to is going to be like, what? This isn't the person that I've been getting to know for the past whatever, four to eight weeks or whatever. But fortunately, we never had that problem. No. 
And now I just talk to psychics about you to ask about how long I'm going to live, how many kids we're going to have, <laughs> is our marriage in shambles. She said a lot of things about you and I, and she yeah. had no idea how we got married or and like how we met. She was adamant about it. And actually, how did she even know we were married? She didn't even ask me. I don't know. See, I'm still skeptical. I'm like, maybe she did know me then. Like, how did she know I was married? She said she didn't know you though. Yeah, I know. Well, I didn't let her know who I was, but how did she know I, I maybe, was married? Maybe you mentioned it. I didn't though. I tried staying so strong and stoic. Like I kept a straight face on everything. So I didn't want to give her any inclination if she was like, you I'm know. I'm sure she'd looked you up. I mean, well, you were on Zoom, right? Yeah, I could see everything. Yeah. She couldn't look me up because I saw her hands and they, were, they weren't they were on a keyboard. I literally, I got to digest this a little bit more because yeah. I want to make sure that she didn't just like know who I was and then like came. Well, we'll have to see it once the interview comes. But before we get to that, lastly, Haley and Jacob, which is just a lost cause at this point. I don't know who it looks worse on the episode just because almost puts Jacob in an okay light, you know, where they played a whole clip or a compilation of Jacob agreeing to do things out of his comfort zone and doing things that Haley wanted him to do, wearing things that Haley wanted him to wear and changing his ways somewhat. And Haley not really giving much or compromising in that sense or coming to see his side of things. But I don't think that there's any repair for that relationship at all. No, there's I, nothing. I just don't think they were, they were matched. I don't think they're a good match at all. Yeah, they're definitely not interested in each other. I feel like Jacob would have given Haley a chance for sure, but like at this point, I don't think there's any hope. Now, no. I think that they're just definitely not going to be together. Yeah. Well, we only have a couple episodes left, so I'm really looking forward to that. And then certainly couples cam that's on, we're going to get a chance to see some of the new couples soon, I think. Yeah. Which is really exciting. Yeah. 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 So exciting. And then in our real life, we're prepping to potentially be selling our Jersey home. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see about that. And honestly, I just really want to build a house, like a house from scratch. Like I just think that would be awesome. So that's a little update on our personal lives, but I think we should just bring on the psychic because that's what everybody's been wanting to hear. Okay, let's right. bring her on. So, my name is Trish. So, where did you find me? Uh, so, this is the thing I was trying to be super sly because I really wanted an authentic <laughs> psychic. And I okay. wanted to know that you are authentic by not knowing who I am. <laughs> That's kind of like just my own test, I guess. So do you That's know fine. who I am? Because I know that my assistant said she did not tell you who I was ahead of time. Right. Okay. Right. That's awesome. Real fast, for those of you guys listening, if you're like, what the heck is going on here? So let me just quickly give a little introduction about Trish. So today we have a second psychic that we've ever had on. And the first, uh, she was great. I just think that she had the chance, and I'm sure this does not even matter, but I just knew in my own head that she had the chance to know who I was prior. So then that made me not feel like I could trust it as much, which is not her fault. She is so reputable. But so then this time I saw a friend from 90 Day Fiance had a reading done that was like, it definitely happened. And I wanted to introduce you to Trish Salnier. She's a psychic medium, tarot and palmist. And she has over 30 years of experience and has provided celebrity readings for 90 Day Fiance cast members, Mama June, Sonia Morgan from The Real Housewives of New York, and so many more. The results were super positive and insightful. So I'm excited to get my reading done today. Trish, okay. welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So yeah, Trish, do you mind letting me know and everybody who's listening, let us all know, I guess, just about like who you are and, you know, just real fast, a little bit about yourself. That'd be amazing. Okay, so when I was nine years old, I had a surgery done in my throat and I um, died for 15 minutes. Wow. So it's written in the hospital that I died. And so at that time, my mom and dad, they told them that I will not come back. So within that time, what I did is I saw the light and I went through the light to the door of heaven. It was so pretty, very, very pretty. But at nine years old, I didn't know anybody. So mm -hmm. I just chose to come back. So a month after it happened, my surgery, me and my sister went to take some violin lesson from the priest. So she said, I'm going home. And what I told her, I said, well, I'm going to go to cemetery. I was drawn to the cemetery. I don't even know why. <laughs> I went to the cemetery and I was looking at everybody's grave. I'm like, oh, poor guy, poor guy. 
And all of a sudden, I see all those dead people going back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, what? Mm. So I see them like I see you, but they're faded. And sometimes I'm able to tell the eye color as well. Wow. That's wild. So one of them came to me and he's like, can you pray for me? Oh, my God. I freaked out. Wow. He asked you to pray for him? Yes. And I said, what did you do wrong? He said, I cheated on my wife. (laughs) Really? And you're just a nine-year-old kid? You know, <laughs> I, 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 that's gotta be so scary. Was it scary? Yeah, I'm still traumatized about it. Wow, that's wild. It and is. So, did you tell anybody about this experience when you were? Yeah, there? so what happened is I fall asleep. So I'm like praying, like I'm always on my rosary and I'm like praying, 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 praying. And I'm like, fall asleep. And all of a sudden, my mom asked my sister, Where's your sister? I've been gone for like an hour and a half. So, she said, well, she's in a cemetery. Oh, no, no, like a strict Catholic. My mom was, no, she can't be there. So they came there, found me asleep. They said, what are you doing there? Mom, I saw dead people. I could hear them. Your mom must have thought you were nuts. Yes. So my sister believed me, but my mom kind of like, oh, no. And I thought I told my dad and my dad didn't believe me. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. So does anybody else in your family have this type of ability? Uh, not to see them, but because we're part native, they're able to predict some of the future. Wow. So my dad does tea leaf readings. Wow. So I'm also curious, like, so now that you know my name, does anything else come to you? Or like, how does this typically work for you? Okay. So what happened is because I'm able to see people with you. Okay. And I see three people that pass with you already. Oh, wow. Yeah. So- my heart is racing, of course. Sorry, me too. Because I don't want to freak you out, but I'm not sure if you were looking for mediumship. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, I kind of am. And I want to really believe it. And so I didn't want to share too much because I really want to believe that it's real. So I'm up for literally anything that you see or you find out, like anything, really. Okay, my heart is beating. I'm writing father. Your dad passed. He said, my heart is beating because you said that apparently you tried to connect with him a long time ago and you were never able to do so. And I think that you met to meet me today because he said, like you said, maybe because I was real and I need to give you some messages to you. And that's maybe the reason why you met me today. But there's always a reason. So I'm talking to Bruce. <laughs> there's always a reason why you meet people in this life, uh-huh. the time, the date, anything. Right. So is your father passed? Yeah. And I never knew him my whole entire life. So I had paternity tests when I was a kid and they were all negative. And I never knew who my father was. And I did the DNA thing and I matched with his sister. I don't know how much I'm supposed to say, but yes, he's passed. And I didn't get a chance to meet with him at all ever before he passed. Okay. He was really young. He gave me a number three six. So I don't know, was he 36 years old or did he pass 36 years ago? Um, no, he passed only about three, six. I don't know what that is. He wasn't 36 though. And I don't know an awful lot about him. That's Please okay. Me. I'm just writing it down uh, because yeah. sometimes in the beginning, it's always like, oh my God, oh my God. But I'm writing names. Sometimes names are uh, numbers down as well. Also, there's other people too that coming through, but I will talk about your father. And he uh, said to me to forgive him. Forgive him? Because he was not in your life. Uh, it says something about you receive a lot of messages from him. I don't know if you're part psychic, but I feel you are. Sometimes you just feel like if you're going and walking by the water or there's something that happened, like there's some kind of bird or something like you feel that he's with you all the time. And you always wonder, like, is it you making it up in your mind? But you're not making it up in your mind. I'm just confirming with you. Yes, it is your dad. And then how do I know it's my dad? It's just the way that you're going to feel. He said that you feel like your cheek will really warm. And because my heart was racing as well, you feel that way as well. So it's just when you know that he's there, the only thing that left is his physical. But the spirit is always with you. Okay. And then uh, he said he's proud of you about the children that you have. Um, did you just got a newborn? Uh, he's 10 months old now, my son. So that's pretty newborn, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so he said he was proud of you. Oh. He said that you suffered a lot with that baby. Yeah. And it's a boy? Yeah. And he said you have a girl too. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. I'm getting stressed because, as you probably know as well, if you have any miscarriage, they are on the other side. 
my goodness. So the children are with your dad right now. Uh, but in total, I don't know why that I see the number four. So, yeah, but I think that there's actually even more than four. Yeah. So I don't know why on a C4. There's something about those four children that you were like, it hurt you so much that you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe that I lost that many children. And you wish that they would have been alive. Mm. So I see two girls and I see two boys. I don't know if you knew that. No, I did not know that. Wow. And how old are they then? Blue eyes. So I don't know who has blue eyes in your family. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Okay. Uh, your grandma's with you as well? Really? Yeah. I don't know why she gave me the name Mary. Hmm. I'm writing it down. I'm not sure who Mary is to you, but um, she said something about Mary or marrying, marrying. Was she not alive when you got married? Um, no, but I didn't know her either. Okay. So she saw you marry. Like, even though that you never met, they will still be with you. But she saw you get married. She has an accent, so I don't know where she's from. <laughs> but that's okay. I have an accent too. <laughs> um, do you feel any, you know, that's something about you feel some kind of resentment that you wish you would have your dad in your life? Is that true? I mean, of course I wish that I did, but I don't resent him. Tell him okay. about me. Okay, so that's how he feels, right? So he said, can you forgive me so for him to kind of move on into the oh, other side? Yeah, I totally forgive him. Okay, um, so you look shocked. Uh, do you want me to just take a pause for a minute? Uh, no, I actually am loving every single second of it. I just am like, there's so much more that like, I just would love to know like what else he's saying or doing or, you know, the grandma thing and the kids. I mean, literally all of it, it's an awful lot, but... Like I, in my heart is like beating, <laughs> beating so fast, but I'm really thankful and feel fortunate for it. And I'm just like soaking it all in. And I don't want to talk too much because I want you to be able to talk. <laughs> I know. And see, you didn't tell me, I don't know you. And that's what I mean. Like, how would I know that you lost the children and your dad and your grandma, you know, and those are the people that came through first is because sometimes it's like they couldn't say goodbye. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you're on the other side, you just feel hurt because it's your DNA, right? Mm -hmm. And because you didn't say goodbye on earth, for them it's difficult on the other side because they wish, even though they're here uh, spiritually beside you all the time, right? Mm -hmm. And they're, they're not here physically, right? Mm -hmm. It's sad. Yeah. I'm sorry I'm in tears because your dad's crying. Sometimes I get emotional because their soul is kind of inside of me as well. So I feel all their feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I'm writing noises. Um, do you hear any noises in the walls or something or something like that? Um, maybe sometimes. Okay, he said that sometime, even though that you have a good relationship with your husband and you have lovely children, sometime you just go on the corner. I know it's probably personal. Is that okay that I'm talking yeah, about it? Yeah. Okay, pardon the interruption, but my ears were ringing because I know that you were talking about me, but... I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, First Leaf. Now, raise your hand if you've ever bought wine or bought wine as a gift. I don't know why I asked that for a podcast because I can't see, but everybody has come in contact with wine and went down the wine aisle and didn't know a thing of what you were looking for, what year, what label. Most of the time, I just go for what the best looking label is. All I know is that my mom likes white Zinfandel and Jamie likes red wine. And whether it's Sauvignon or organic or California red, or maybe you do know a lot about wine and you're just looking for some additional taste to expand your palate. Well, that's where First Leaf comes in because this is a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price. Now, it's a fully customizable wine club that sends you curated boxes of wine that are perfect for you. And unlike big box wine memberships, First Leaf uses a one-of-a-kind algorithm and your feedback to curate future wine recommendations. Not only that, but First Leaf has more award-winning wine than anyone else. And they work directly with the best winemakers. So not only do they help find the best wine that's available, but they also are able to pass the savings on to you so you can save up to 60% off retail. Now save time, money, stress with First Leaf, the wine club that is designed with you in mind. 
So you can join today. You'll get six bottles of wine for just $29.95 and free shipping. So go to tryfirstleaf.com slash hot marriage. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. So just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash hot marriage, T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash hot marriage, six bottles, $29.95. Now, I've had a chance to use RebateKey, and if you haven't heard of RebateKey, this is going to change the way that you online shop. So if you shop at any of the major online retailers, whether it's Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, this is a way for you to get cash rebates back for items that you're already buying. So I went to the RebateKey.com site. I bought a basketball net for my daughter. Now, this basketball net is sold on Amazon, but there was a 70% rebate for this. So I paid for the basketball goal for Henley, and I got a rebate check in the mail for that item. Now, it makes it even easier if you download the Google Chrome extension because you can go to Amazon.com directly, and the Chrome extension will actually highlight for you which items have rebate. So don't pay full price for products that you're already buying online. Check out Rebate Key. It's completely free to use. They will never ask for your credit card number. It makes online shopping scary easy and getting a rebate check in the mail is probably the coolest thing ever. So there is no reason to not sign up for rebate key right now. It's absolutely free. Never pay full price online. Again, just go to rebatekey.com. That's rebatekey.com, R-E-B-A-T-E-K-E-Y.com. Okay, enough about the sponsors. Let's get back to the interview. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I'm trying to step back because I know like... No, no, no. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Um, sometimes when you feel depressed, sometimes you go like in a room and your husband is with the kids, you go in a room and you just start to cry and cry. You don't know why you're crying. And at that time also, that's when you hear the noise in the wall is because just to let you know that your dad's still with you, even though he never met you. Wow. That's really so sweet. So he only comes, you know, he's always there, but he will give you like some noise or a flipping of the lights or like weird things coming in, like birds that you never see before, but all of a sudden they come in. Or hummingbird in the wintertime. Wintertime, there's no hummingbird. Mm. Mm. Right? So they come in different ways, different shape of animals, or they're making noise, everything like that. Okay. So then for my dad, it sounds like it would be noises or the lights. Maybe. Yeah. Is that right? So everything to do, I put noises and electrical. Uh, sometimes, you know, if you hear the phone ring, but you said, I know I felt that the phone rang and you look in your phone and it's like this call, but it doesn't say who it was or something like that. Like everything that has to do electronic, your dad will be doing that or something to do with wall, which is like noises. Okay. Um, I don't know why I'm trying to figure something out here. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to understand what he's saying. I don't know why he's saying something about a lake. A what? Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm talking gibberish. Sorry. Uh, something about a lake. A lake? Did you want to a lake? Something to do with the lake? That Why are you going to the lake? He said something about, I see vision as well, just to let you know. So I see a nice big lake and it has like kind of, you know, like those frog leaves. Uh-huh. And he said, one time you went there and you bet to your husband, I saw him. You felt that you saw him, you felt him. You said, I know my dad is here with me. I know he's here, but yes, he was. You know, remember that lake? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know that time per se, but like my it's dad okay. loved It's okay if you don't remember when. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know an awful lot about him, but I do know that he loved this lake that he lived on in my hometown. Yeah. Is it like, you don't remember when it was, but it says something to do with last year. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, maybe. So I think, yeah, I mean, I went, so there's a few times I've been to the lake, but I never really necessarily thought I saw him, but I wondered if I like felt if he was there or not. And like, I didn't really feel him though, either. Like I, I was hoping to feel that he was there, but I, I didn't like necessarily feel it per se. When you question these things is because he was there. That's wild. <laughs> right? Because you're like second guessing yourself. Uh-huh. But your brain is like a sponge and made of water, right? So uh-huh. whatever attracted you to your dad, why were you thinking of him? Uh-huh. And why were you just second guessing yourself when he was just beside you? Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, he said he used to do fishing a lot too. I actually don't know that if he did or didn't, to be honest. Yeah, so I just want to give you that message too. So okay. he loved fishing as well. So something that you didn't know about your dad, but he loved fishing. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. It's very difficult for him because he said he wished I knew, knew you. My heart is beating a lot too because I just feel like that I wish I could have been with you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how to say this, but because I'm so scared about saying things, you know. <laughs> you can say anything because we're alone and no one's necessarily going to see this if, you know, so just say anything and we can always cut anything out if it shouldn't okay. be shared. Um, so you can say literally anything, like permission to okay. say. Because I have other people coming through and this person's hitting me in the head. And usually when he's hitting me here, it's a male and hitting me on the back of the head. Um, I'm feeling dizzy. Dizzy? It's a trauma to the head. It's a young male. It could be you or it could be somebody else beside you that I'm feeling their energy. Uh, but he's a young male. And again, I see greenish eyes. This guy told me about, it's hard for me each time I see this, but taking on his life, which means that I see overdose. Is that sound familiar to you, who that guy is? It could be a friend, it could be relatives, it could be, and he's crying. So it's very, he's very young. Oh, wow. Um, how young would you say? Because I'm like thinking of two people, maybe. Yeah, in his 20s. And I could see that when I see him, it's like probably around six feet tall. So I'm crying because he's crying. So I, he must be really close to you. Oh, wait a second. What Do you know what color hair he has? Because now I'm thinking of three people. Uh, I'm trying to look at my hair. It's not brown, but it's kind of, you know, like this kind of color. Uh, brown? Dark, 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 but it's like a brunette kind of color, but not dark, dark, dark. Like you're saying like reddish then? Uh, yes. Oh my gosh, really? What is he saying? Do you know him? Uh-huh. Did you guys know why he did what he did? I didn't know, but I never asked because I didn't feel like it was my place to ask. So what happened? I'm going to draw it again, like I said, uh, because this is how I feel better is he's showing me a glass. Uh huh. And that glass, I see clear. And he said it had vodka. After that, I see aluminum and I see powder. So I'm not sure, like I said, again, um, I don't know if you will find out about this. But he had a mixture of fentanyl, vodka, and he said freak accident. Freak accident, he said? Yes. So which means he overdosed, but it's because he took too much. Mm. And I see needles. So which means that he must have injected himself. What he showed me is like he showed me the needle. Um, he has like a baby face, you know, like his cheek. Mm. Such a nice guy, too. You know, mm. like such like a nice man. You wouldn't even tell, like, what happened to this guy? Why did he do that? No, that's not him. But that's what he did. So you wanted the answer. He's giving you the answer. That's what he did. Wow. Does he say anything else? He said that he missed you guys. So is it a friend of you guys or something? Well, if it's who I think it is, then yes. But there's so many. There's a few different men. that. So he said he missed you guys. Something to do with party a lot with you guys. Mm -hmm. He said, you guys are a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. So you, that. Um, you were affected, but not as affected as your husband was, he said. Your husband really took it hard. Hmm. And your husband keep everything inside. He has a problem to take everything out. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't want to make you cry either. I know that you, you're trying to hold everything down, but your husband keep everything inside. Hmm. That's so young. And let's just looking at him like he's standing with me here because again, like even though we're on Skype, because I crossed over too, is I feel like they always come into my house, always have to stage after that. <laughs> and I have real holy water from the priest too. <laughs> That's how real I am. And the priest really liked me. So it's like I get lucky to have the real, you know, holy water too. So it's like after that, I'm going to have to let them go. But sometimes I really wish I could keep them with me. <laughs> well, that's how this guy made me feel, you know, like he's such a nice man, you know, mm -hmm. such a young kid. Like, well, I say young kid because I'm probably double his age. Mm -hmm. Right. Even though I don't look like it. <laughs> um, did he say anything else? Is he still there? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah, about... here. They're all here with you. So what, like, uh, I'm curious if anybody's saying anything else then. Uh, yeah, I have someone else too. This male doesn't have red hair. Um, sorry, it's just because there's so many people with you. It's just, I'm shocked. 
I know, oh. but oh, okay, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's another male, uh, is brunette, no red in him. I also see, remember I said the green eyes? Mm-hmm. So what's going on with all these green eyes? Did the last person have green eyes? Because I don't think he did have green eyes if it's who I think. No, the other one has like, it looks like brown kind of orange kind of his eye. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But this brunette guy has green eyes. Okay. So you know what that is? I think so. Yeah. Okay. He was young too. I see number 32. So I don't know if he passed when he was 32. Uh Uh-uh. He looks that age to to let you know. So it's kind of like a mature kind of man, even though he may be younger, he looks more like mature, like around in his 30s. Uh, so this man would, I think, would be, if it's who I think it is, then he would be, I don't know, maybe even like in his 50s or maybe 60s. Okay. So that's not the one I see. The one I, he looked like in his 30s. Huh. I look like another one and this one saying that he was 53 when he passed. Hmm. So I'm writing everybody that's here right now. So I have this one that looks in the 30s. I look at this male that looks like it's in the 30s, but he passed when he was 53, which had green eyes. Uh, I see another lady. And she says something about she passed from cancer. Um, she kind of blondish. How many people die in your family? <sighs> or like not blondish, but you know, my hair color is kind of blonde, but not blonde. I don't know how to explain that color, but. Okay. So that girl, um, oh my God, I have like almost like 10 people with you. How many? What'd you say? Almost like 10. Wow. Well, you have the four kids, you have your dad, you have your mom. Why did I see your mom? Your mom is still alive. Uh-huh. <laughs> your grandma, sorry. <laughs> is it from your mom's side, your grandma? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know. what. <laughs> sorry. So that's five. Six. The guy is seven, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of people, right? I know. I'm having a party. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you just wanted to do mediumship or you wanted to do tarot card or did you want to do palmistry as well or did you want to talk to somebody specifically or it's up to you. I kind of wanted, I guess, like the spirit, like whatever spirit seemed like the loudest, I guess, and wanted to talk to me, I guess, the most. Does it ever work like that or not really? Um, we cannot like force them. They're all here. But the one that is, he said in his 53, that's what he looks like. But he said 53. Maybe he's teasing me because this guy is, you mean Joe, that one that's 53 years old. So it could have been older, but he's a joker. So he likes to joke. Do you have a brother? Um, I have a, yeah, I have uh, actually technically three brothers, I think. But was there one of them that passed? Uh-uh. Okay. So who was that guy that passed and it looks like he was like a friend to you? Like he was close as a brother. So that's what I'm trying to explain to you. Okay. Um, yeah. So that, would that be the 30 year old? I mean, we weren't that close. That but... looks, he looks like him, like 30, but he's older than that because. Oh, so what is he saying um, about the brother then? This is the older. Well, it's, like, it's like, usually they say brother. Sometimes it's because you're so close, like, you know, best buddy, you know, like that feels like a brother kind of feeling like he was like a brother to you. You could tell him everything that feels like a brother. It's like, you know, when I, you don't have the same blood, but I have a friend and she's my best friend, mm-hmm. but I will tell her everything. And I always say, you're like my sister I never had or something, which I have sister, but it's just a matter of saying, you're also, I feel like you're my sister as well from another mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, the so is this the 53 year old or? Yeah. So I think that he might be, do you know what kind of hair he has? Like, I know you said it was, I think you said it was, but, but you know, very short hair short hair was it hmm oh actually was it it's short hair so it's not um long and you can't tell if it's curly or straight well yeah i could tell because i see them uh but i see you know like it's like sleep hmm because who i'm thinking of it would so be it's like this like that like maybe he's wearing a ponytail but he looks sleek very sleek hmm well, who I think that could potentially be is my stepdad who died. Um, I don't even know how old he was, to be honest. He said it was 53. Remember, I wrote it down. So, uh, uh, I don't know if that's it. Like, he looks sleek. Hmm. 
And on the other side, he's having a guitar. So I don't know, was he playing guitar on earth? Um, I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe. Okay, well, that's what he's doing on the other side. So if you want to know what they do on the other side, so he's telling you he's playing guitar. Okay. It yeah. looks like this kind of guy that looks like a rocker. Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> that's how you look like. <laughs> real, yeah, like disheveled a little bit, kind of. Yes, yeah. That would definitely be my stepdad. What else is he saying? I'm just so curious, actually. Like, you know, like the guy from Queen. What's that guy name? I don't know. Does he have curly hair then or not really? Still it, look, it looks, like I said, he looks sleek, but it's like, oh my God, let's see. I'm going to show it to you what he looked like. Okay. But it's all like black. Uh, so this is, his, I'm not a good thrower, by the way. Uh-huh. But it's like this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's like sleep. So okay. I don't know why he does that. I don't know. Yeah, that's not really necessarily what he looked like per se. But well, not the face, but the hair is like, you know, it's like kind of like wavy like that. Like, but it's, he put it right now. I see him like he's sleep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's had his hair like that in life. I think, I think when he passed, but he's he like had that on the other side too, right now. Like, that's how we have his hair. Okay. Sleep. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. Cool. What is he saying? And or you know, I'm just. Um, he said he's worried about your mom. Oh, really? Yeah. What's he say? He says something about your mom's feeling lonely. Okay. Um, and you also worried about her. Like, are you guys not living in the same house? Like a little bit far away from each other. Yeah. So he said you worried about your mom if she's gonna be fine, and he said to stop thinking that way. He said stop thinking like that. Yes. Because I am always worried if my mom's going to be okay. And he said, stop thinking that way more. You say that <laughs> worried about she's not going to be okay. She will not be okay. So say, no, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. So think positive. Just say that she'll be fine. And there's nothing wrong with her. There's nothing wrong with her? No. That's what he said. Even though that you think there's something wrong with her, just say to yourself, there's nothing wrong with her. Hmm. She likes to complain a lot to you. Um, not necessarily. To me, anyways. Okay. Maybe, I, not really. Because if she start complaining to you, mm-hmm. then worried. But if she doesn't, forget about it. Okay. So I'm just laying it down. So. Interesting. And I don't know why this person gave me the name Mark. Mark? This is the same guy, right? I think his brother is Mark, maybe, if I remember correctly. And he's still alive? Uh-huh. I believe so. And he is worried about him. Okay. Um, and what he's showing me is Mark headaches. So Mark's having some issue with headaches. So I don't mm-hmm. know if he has Alzheimer or dementia or something. I don't know. Maybe okay. you should talk to your mom about it. I wrote it down as well. So you could show to your mom as well. That I wrote that down. But he's worried about him. Something to do with his head. Uh, okay. Mark. I just wrote it down. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Wow. You look shocked. Sorry, I, I hope I didn't shock you all that. No, all I that. really appreciate all of it. So I think Mark would be my stepdad's brother, who my mom doesn't necessarily talk to right now or anymore because they were divorced before my stepdad died. So, right. but I think he does have a brother named Mark, which is wild to me that like, okay. yeah, it's just very, it is very shocking, all of this really, because it's just wild to me that this is, real like I just didn't believe this for a really long time and it's wild right <laughs> yeah in a good way right yeah it's amazing it's it's amazing it's really amazing like even I feel like the young brunette you're talking about yeah um, like I think about him an awful lot we were only friends for a short amount of time but we were really close during that time and then you know I found out that he passed suddenly and it's really, really sad. And I always have wondered how he died. So the fact that I guess he told you how he died, it's interesting that he even knew that I wondered that. Um, Yes. Yeah. Because that's the thing is some people, they look good inside their house. Like, you know, oh, that family is such a good family. Oh, everything's going well in there. You're meeting them, na, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, when you're not there, you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if people get bullied or people get like freak accident, they will tell me and I'm just relay the messages. Yeah, I have like my heart really hurts for him because 
I just know that he really did struggle like anyways. And so, and he was such a great guy. Like I know. And I could see him right now. And it's just like, he said he was bullied at school. I don't know if you ever told you that. He was what? Bull- bullied at school. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That's yeah. maybe to tell me a little bit. Yeah, about and I'm looking at him and it, you look like kind of sad right now because he's like, you know, like people judge him so much for who he was and he was not what he was. You know what I'm trying to explain? Like mm-hmm. people are always going to put finger at people without even knowing who they are. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's sad. Because yeah. when I see that person, that you look, like I said, you look so much like a nice person. He's so young. And it's like, it's sad to see people let, you know, let their life go. And, mm-hmm. but at least he's happy on the other side. And, He's having fun over there, too. Yeah, that's good to know. Mm. It says something about teachers. So I don't know if he was a teacher, but somebody that, you know, Mm. because there's something about teaching. I don't know. Uh, This is the brunette, right? The young brunette teaching. I don't know what he means by that. Okay. So, again, remember earlier what I said about what they do on the other side. People think, oh, well, I wonder what they do. Mm-hmm. Like, so that guy, the other guy is playing guitar, your stepdad that passed, and this guy is doing teaching. Okay. So that's what they do. On the other side, things that you never done on earth. I don't know if you knew all of that, but things they didn't do on earth and they wanted to do, they didn't have time to do. Mm-hmm. We are going to continue our life on the other side. That's so wild. It is. And not only that, is the weird thing about it is like you don't have any feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, that is so weird. So how do people get around? I know, they're just flying. Wow. Wow. This is so incredibly interesting to me. I could just talk to you all night long. I'm just like, tell me more, tell me more. I know, that's what people do to me sometimes. Like even celebrity, I could be with them two hours and a half. Yeah. They don't want to hang up with me. And I'm like, uh, I have an appointment, you know? Yes. Oh, wow. But you're addictive. You're so addictive. I'm like, oh, okay. Thank you. I know I am. <laughs> yeah. It must be exhausting a bit for you, is it? It is. It is. So usually what I do after is just like try to kind of zen, you know, like relax. and Yeah. Because there's so many things going on. Not only I do readings, I also I belong to a paranormal group. Oh, in, my husband's very into paranormal activity. Like so into it. Like he would love so originally we were both going to be on but our babysitter wasn't able to stay and I really wanted to be able to focus with you and not have like kids coming in and out and whatnot so he's with the kids you know while I'm chatting with you because I I honestly was really looking forward to hear more from my dad and the fact that that was the first person that you like saw and mentioned that was like really really incredible and I really like wanted to hear more from him because I've always wanted to know my dad like my whole life. And then I missed out. He died just two months prior to me finding out who he is. And so, yeah, so that was, that was really, really interesting. Another question I had for you um, before you go, if you have time, do you have time? Yeah, probably another 15 minutes. Yeah. I have another reading in half an hour, but yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, just a quick question and, you know, no pressure one way or the other, but I was curious if like, I don't know if you see the future for me or not. Like if, you know, like what you see in the future or do you see anything like that or not really? Like, uh, sometimes I do. Uh, also, I do palmistry as well. So I hope you're not going to get another children. That's what I'm trying to look at you because I just feel you're ready to have another one. Yeah. Just looking at you. Yes, I could predict some of your future. So I see a new child. And that probably will be next year, even though that I don't know you, but I will say uh, I see a house, new house. You're laughing. No, uh, I'm not laughing. I'm like, you're really like right on the ball, I feel like. Um, you guys, I've been thinking and talking about a house recently, and I just feel in July, you'll find a new house. I love hearing that. That's awesome. <laughs> guys are talking about it because mm-hmm. you you know sometimes people on the other side that die they helping me you know that right they what they helping me oh really <laughs> really that's so funny that's kind of that's one of the reasons too when i could see the future who told you that then about the house <laughs> you know which your one? dad my dad yeah really 
Yeah. No, what did he so he, he heard you guys are talking about it, about the house. Oh uh-huh. my God. I just feel like I think we need something bigger. And you said, you know what? You're right. You know, like sometimes you feel like claustrophobic with each other. It's not because you don't love each other. You just need the space. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean, right? So, yeah. but your dad says, yeah, um, they want a house. And around July, it's a good month because it's kind of summer. Okay. I'm so pumped to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And also the children. Yes, I put 2022 is I just see that you will have a children as well in 2022. Okay. Do you know like how many or? I just see um, if you have your palm, I could see how many as well through your palm. Can you see your Just hand? put your, your hands like this. I could tell from here. Let us try to see. It. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Where do you, you say? Oh, you're in Canada. One, two, three. Oh my God, four in total. So right now you have two. Mm-hmm. I see four in total. <sighs> That's awesome. I love hearing is that. Your, is that what you wish to have? Yeah, that is. That's awesome. I don't know you, but your dad said four is a good number. That's what you said to your dad. That's what my dad said? Yeah. That's awesome. And there's more of this too as well. I see something else. Um, your dad says something about the business venture. Okay. I'm going to tell him, you know, don't tell me anything. I have to figure it out myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I see something with printing, something to do with labels. Um, I don't know if you guys talk about it or not, but I see something to do with, you know, those drinks, alcohol drinks. Hmm. It's mostly for your husband, though, even though he's not with you present. That's okay. Uh, he probably is next door. Uh, maybe he's trying to peek your uh, <laughs> so I see label I see printing and I see it's alcohol drink uh, that you guys will create um, your husband loves beer does he he actually doesn't drink my husband doesn't no so that's but this why do you have this alcohol then uh, it, it could be something I don't know okay I'm just writing down what you're yeah. not saying. That's yeah. fine. But something to do with printing and label, uh, which means that if it's nothing to do with what your dad says about the alcohol drink, even though you're not a drinker, like your husband, if he's not a beer drinker or he doesn't drink at all, somehow somebody that you know will help you guys. And it's like, you know, those sizzler, sizzler, what's this called? Seltzer? Yes. Interesting. I don't, so that is a very popular product so he said that you guys should do that <laughs> that's that's wild wow okay did you ever think about doing some t-shirts with like positive uh quotes or something like that and like hats with diamonds or whatever uh kind of yeah so what's stopping you um mostly that I don't want to seem like gimmicky or something or like you know I don't know not cute I guess interesting there's nothing wrong with, you know, what you think, because it's like people say, oh, you say things, but you should say, no, it's it's good. You have to do it. If you have that idea, do it. I know what's in your mind. I'm not going to tell everybody because it could be like, <laughs> but it has to do with T-shirt and something to do with glitter huh. and little diamonds in it that I see hmm. in a little hat. Something to do with that kind of stuff. And, and that's really going to be like good seller. And when you buy the new house, you need to have a downstairs that will have two level and the downstairs will have to be a room for you guys. Fabrication. Okay. Wow. Interesting. That's very, very interesting. So do you see, this is like just a hope of mind, but like, do you see twins at all in my future? Uh, from what I saw in your hand, I saw two more but it's so like something I could predict children yes from the palm which mm-hmm. I did with probably that's where you probably found me then yeah but I don't see twins but I could be wrong but mm-hmm. I know that next year will be your year to have another one you will do it like oh my god that soon something's gonna happen you're gonna see oh my god Trish was she was right oh my god like you know like you don't even think about it and you're like oh my god I'm not ready and all of a sudden boom it's like a surprise baby. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah. ready now. So <laughs> like whenever. 
but oh, so it's not going to be twins then, boo. But I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But I would even that, that, if I could say it's twin, I would not say it here due to confidentiality. I want to be very secretive about these kind of stuff because I don't want it to come back and say, oh, well, just said twins and I never had twins. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I don't want to say that on this kind of, um, uh-huh. those are more confidential and personal. Okay. Or knowing the gender, those are personal. Wow. Like you could even know the gender? Do you yeah. feel Do you feel like you know the gender for the next baby? Well, I could see it. Yeah. So what you could do is when we end up, just send me the side of your okay. palm and the inside. And I will send you the whole reading about it too. Okay. Trish, I mean, I want to keep you forever, but I know you have something else to get to. This has been... I've been until June. I already booked you for the middle of June. Ay, ay, ay. So if people listening, if they want to be able to reach out to you and have a reading, are you open to that? Yes. Okay. Uh, they, they are going to have to be waiting until, like I said, middle of June. I'm already booking middle of June. That's pretty long, long way to go, but... Yeah, but uh, I would say you definitely have my stamp of approval based on the people that like instantaneously that came in. Like, I don't think that you knew anything about me. Do you know, do you know my last name or anything about me now? No, no? you didn't tell me your last name. <laughs> I didn't tell you my last name. No. Yeah. Is it okay if I keep it like that as much as possible? Because I would love to do this again with you and know that it's like authentic and, you know, you have no idea who I am, which is That's awesome. Like, I just love that because this was wildly accurate, like beyond wildly accurate, just, just wildly accurate. And I don't, I don't even get it. It's wild to me. Like, it's gonna take me a second to like digest it. I think, because, I know. you know, it's just wild. It really is. But the fact that my dad came in and just like, he was a businessman. And so the fact that he mentioned a business venture and the fact, oh my God, now I'm shot now. Because that's kind of weird he said that, right? And you said, my, my husband doesn't drink, but I guess your dad. Oh my God. Okay. Well, and on that wow. note, his niece, he has a niece and a nephew, his sister's kids yeah. like, work in alcohol. So it's interesting also that it was alcohol. I don't know how, like, if that maybe had something to do with them, maybe more so than me. I don't even know. Do you think it did or no? No, it's just probably... Maybe that, you know, it's something popular and I guess he wants you guys to grow, you know, with your business and you want you guys to have a lot of money and feel really good about yourself. And even though that your husband doesn't drink because, you know, even though he said that he wanted to drink beer or something, well, I mean, he probably drink once in a while, but not like a big drinker. That's what he's saying. Like, but to have those kind of sizzler drink, you're going to have people to test it. So if it's not your husband, but at least you guys will know what to do. Yeah. So that will there, even though that is not there physically, you will have a feeling. You're gonna see who makes those sensations for me in my head. And you said you're gonna think, okay, now I know now it's my dad because now I'm covering it with you. That all the ideas coming through you will come through your dad. That's interesting. So interesting. And it'll be so easy. He said I'll be you'll be helping you to do it, and you will be knowing that you will be there present. He said something earlier when I said about your cheek, because your cheek's going red. You said that you feel that when you talk about him, you always do that. Like you have your cheek that is very warm. This is just so interesting. Okay. So interesting. Um, Yeah. I would love to be able to chat with you again, if you're open to it. Um, But also for anybody listening, if they want to be able to chat with you, where can I send them to? Uh, Psychicmedium.trish. Okay. I'll make sure to... On Instagram. On Instagram. Okay. And I'll make sure to add that into the show notes. And do they just uh, send you a direct message? Yes. Is this your career or do you have a different career as well? Well, that's the thing I didn't tell you in the beginning. All my life, I've been giving messages for free on this side of the street. So I study legal secretary. I have a degree in computer science. And I was working in a place for 12 years. And uh, four years ago, I was in a huge car accident. Oh, my goodness. So I could already walk. And I was in a walker for three years. Oh, wow. I'm so, so sorry. I had to quit my job. That's okay. But it was for a good reason because I work at this call. It's called a reading room. You could even search for it in Vancouver. And I start working there. And within a year, I saw more than 500 people. There was people flying out from the USA to just come and see me. I did a lot of group readings. I was contacted by a producer last year from New York. I FaceTime with him. COVID came. Mm. Right? Yeah. So. 
Let's squash that. Up now. Yes, it is. And I belong to a thermal group. And I start videotaping things and I have all those paranormal, like they saw aliens in my video. And I'm like, I thought it was orbs. And the lady contacted me from History Channel wow. a couple of months ago. And now I have a three that people have to come, um, the cameraman, they have to come and film it. I have a three outside it full of orbs. Wow. Like different coloring going like really crazy, like at night, because during the day, you know, but at night it goes like crazy and it's like there's a like electrical and my husband was freaked because like I never see that before. Mm-hmm. And when you go outside, you don't see it. But if you are in my balcony, only in my balcony, in my condo, mm-hmm. we both see it, but nobody else see it. Wow. That's wild. And what do you think that is? Is that spirits then or? Yeah, it is spirit. I, me and my sister were on the phone. She's from New Brunswick, like I said earlier, and she's there and I'm in Vancouver. So we're like, I'm the Pacific Coast, she's in the East Coast, and we were a messenger, and I don't know how to record video. And all of a sudden, we saw an angel, and she was dancing like this, and we knew it was my sister that passed two months before my accident. Wow. Yeah, so we took a picture, so we have the proof of that, too. You have a picture of the angel, of your sister as an angel? Yeah. Really? Wow. Do you share that uh, anywhere or not really? I did share it before on my Instagram, but there's not many people that liked it. I don't know why. Interesting. I'm I'm going to go look, but I'm not going to let you know who I am so I can have another reading with you. And uh, also, what is typically the cost for the readings? Uh, usually it's half an hour is $45 and for an hour is $75. Okay. I just can't thank you enough for your time and everybody listening. You guys have got to go check this Trish out. I mean, she is legit. I like am just a full believer. So thank you so much, Trish, for coming on. And uh, I'll definitely love to have you back on. And I mean, I'd like to meet with you once a week and talk to my spirits, all all the spirits who are around me. Okay, well, that was a lot to digest, and there's even more to digest with part two coming up next week. Stay tuned for everything Hot Marriage Cool Parents by going to our Instagram page, or you can visit Jamie N. Otis or at Doug Hayner. We love hearing from you. We love your reviews. We read all of the reviews, so a five-star review will try to give you a shout-out. But stay tuned for next week for part two of the psychic interview with Jamie. We love you, and goodbye.